<laughs> it's out of tune. Sounds like guitar strings. I will say. <laughs> oh, it yeah. Is, it is out of tune. See, if anything, this is just getting cold open stuff, so. Mm-hmm. Bling. Bling. This cigar is so small. The absolute smallest cigar I'm going to smoke all day. <laughs> it is a tiny little cigar. Mm-hmm. It's smaller than a nub. Things like three and a half inches. I was in the pool. <laughs> God damn! I'm using, I'm using the, the good water. St- was cold. I'm using good stuff now. What's up, everybody? Another episode of The Straight Cut coming to you from West End Cigars Inside the Members Lounge. I'm Aaron. This is Kevin. And I'm Steve. What is going up? It is the trio again. We got our New York City correspondent all the way up there in the Big Apple. The two of us down here holding it down in the South. That's right. What other podcast has a New York correspondent and then a Ruby Red South <laughs> two correspondents. <laughs> it's not, it's not many. <laughs> oh goodness, holding it down in the dirty south. Yep. Holding, it, holding it down. So we are doing uh, May's Luxury Cigar Club Platinum Box. It's gonna be May. <laughs> uh, let's see. All right, Justin. <laughs> Man, everybody's coming back. Like, like. Like the groups are coming back together. I don't think that's a group that would ever come back together, but no. I, f- I, f- I feel like seeing JT would be a good show. I, I don't, I'm yeah. not the biggest fan of his music, but I feel like production wise, it'd be a good seeing show. Seeing him by He's himself or seeing him with, with I, the on, on sync? This, honestly, both. Hmm. He's a good entertainer. That's the I mean, thing. He, like he dance, yeah. sings, and when, do all the extras. When, when he's on Saturday Night Live, it's. It's awesome. Oh, yeah. He's so funny. Like the dick in a box and yeah. then you know, Mother's oh, Day God. and all what that. What was kind the of one stuff? where he was dressed up at like a liquor store? Oh yeah. Come it's... on down to Liquor Town or something <laughs> yeah. like that. That's the one that also had uh, <laughs> <laughs> that had Lady Gaga too. Lady Gaga was in that one? Yeah, yeah. Well he did that's a running one for him. He's done that like five or six times. Yes, but the liquor store one had Gaga on it too, but she was a one. No, I'm bottle. saying the liquor store ones they've done five oh, or six numerous, different ones. Okay. Yeah. Because he did one oh. where it was him and him and Andy Sandberg and they were on like a dance off. <laughs> it was like Liquor Town and Liquor yeah. Superstore or something. Uh, some the, other the only one I've seen is one with Lady Gaga and she's yeah. a she's a wine bottle because I always love it because like at the end she clinks her glass hands together. That's Cling. right. I do remember that now. <laughs> oh, I remember that one. <laughs> That's uh, great. Uh-huh. I forgot what I was saying that because then we got sidetracked because you started belting out you talk about the May. May uh, oh, that's right, May. Yeah. Uh, so we're doing the May uh, Luxury <laughs> Cigar Club Platinum Box. Uh, I'm doing, uh, I'm starting, I'm going to say I'm starting with the Big Poppy Firecracker from United. This thing is absolutely tiny. 
Um, I'm pro- little puppy. I'm probably I might even smoke two cigars, but yeah, this is a, a cigar that fell into the pool and it was cold. Um, <laughs> That's what she said. This is a This is a three and a half by fifty. Um, you have to take off damn near all the bands just to get to it. Uh, it's a Nicaraguan Puro, uh, so I'm going to start with that one. So this might be the box. Um, it's all going to be gone by the end of the fucking show because, Steve, you are smoking something out of it. And what are you having? Yeah, I'm smoking the uh, Tatuaje La Riqueza Robuso Extra, which is uh, 5.625, so almost 5 and 3 quarters by 54. You know what 625 is? It's 5 eighths. 625 is 5 eighths? Yep. Okay, I didn't know that. Yep. Well, I don't look at a tape measure all like right, you Mr. do. Carpenter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, sorry, six and five eighths by fifty four. <laughs> um, but yeah, the La Riqueza, I mean, this cigar has been out for a long time. It, it's really, really good. Um, it disappeared in twenty seventeen and has not been re released. Um, God damn, it's I wish back I would have read the card ever, until I gave it to you. Now, <laughs> <laughs> I love this cigar. Uh, oh, yeah. Connecticut broadleaf wrapper, double Nicaraguan binder, and filler from Nicaragua as well. Uh, out of my father factory, I believe. Looks about right. What's the what's a blend? Did you say that? Yeah, I just said you weren't you weren't I, listening. I was looking for a fucking lighter because I had a lighter over here and then I don't have a lighter. <laughs> so is that the little red on the one. table? I think there's a shop lighter in there in that hole. It doesn't work. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh man! <laughs> I might have something. In I just burnt my. Oh, it doesn't work. <laughs> burnt my mic stand. Fuck all my lighters out of my. My Peter James case. Did you say doesn't? It doesn't work. I'm just Is that what he just said, I'm Kevin? Just name dropping and everything. Peter James. He did. Case. He did. <laughs> Kevin, so what, do you, what are you what smoking? Are you <laughs> yeah. Get us back on track. Yes. Um. I kind of wish you, uh, Aaron. You're, you. I kind of wish you're smoking this one so you could pronounce this. But oh God, I'm smoking the Casa 1910, the Cuchillo Parado. <laughs> it's a. Yeah. You, should, you try it next time. So it's a Mexican puro. This cigar, uh, this cigar, and it's a five by fifty. That's pretty rare. You and don't you know, see many Mexican puros. Yeah, and uh, and, well, and and for you saying it because it's really mothy for yeah for an all San Andreas. Yeah. Oh my God, that cold draw! I'm telling you, it's it's a book that been sealed away back in the 1800s. Like you will love this cold draw. Really, yeah. and the smoke. The smoke is. The smoke is not bad at all, but yeah, th- there's the funk in the smoke. Um, I'm noticing this whole box is is kind of short, a little short. Yeah, They're all this, in, the, in the fives. Yeah, this was a uh, this was a short king box. Um, that's that's what this one does. Uh, so the rest the rest of them was the Caldwell Anastasia uh, Corona, and that's a five and three quarter by forty three, and then the Casigli. Daughters of the Wind Robusto. Nope. nope. I knew I was. I knew Try I was that wrong. again. Casagli. Uh, nope. No. <laughs> it's sagging now. <laughs> this, what is it? I give up. I, I, I will never, ever get this Let name right. Let me try. I will never. I just can't do it. It's one of those words I will never get right. Steve got this. This goes all the way back to to Frank whenever he gave us. He gave, Castagli. He gave me, there you go, Castagli. Is there a team? Castagli. No, it's a D, but the way you say it with the, I think so. The that, Latin, so the Latin, you gotta have that Latin tongue. That, Your wife would appreciate it. That's the, 
And all I got is that Seamus Irish tongue. But that's, I think that's the thing that throws me off is that it has a T sound, but e. no T in it. So I, that's why I go hard D. The D is silent. <laughs> I don't know about you. D's ain't silent. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Get back on course here. We're, um, this and, is getting bad. And then the big poppy, hard. everybody know who's big poppy is. That's for David Ortiz, a uh, former mm-hmm. Minnesota twin <laughs> really and and uh, and a Boston really? Red Sox. Just... Throw back the Minnesota Twins. <laughs> not you know, not a lot of people know that he started off yeah with the Twins. Well, no, he's an iconic Red Sox player. Yeah, yeah. Um, and evidently he's good at dodging bullets. Actually, he didn't dodge. No, it. he didn't dodge it. He's he not took, good at that. He's good at dodging. He took death. one right to the leg. <laughs> <laughs> it about killed him. It caught that artery, didn't yeah. it? Yeah. So, uh, 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 big ups to Big Poppy. You're 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 good, but. Uh, yeah, that is. What he was at a cockfight, wasn't he? Uh, he was somewhere in the in the DR. Yeah, I think he was at a cockfight, and they came in and and started shooting the thing up. Well, they're, they're still like, were they, were they going after him, or he just happened to be there? No, and, I think it was just wrong place at the wrong time. That would be that would suck. Mm. Well, I mean, so you know, in the United States, they're illegal, but over there, like. It's just a way of life. It's just part of life. It's kind of yeah, like it's Cuba, kinda like, well, it's Dominican like, Republic. Like that's just part of what they do. Well, and how we've talked about, uh, um, you know, the bullfighting and stuff. Right. That we it's just yeah, it's just a different culture. Mm-hmm. So it's like it'd be like, you know, you, you're in a casino. It, it's no different there. Yeah. You know, than being in a casino here or at a, a card game, right? Like at somebody's house, playing cards or whatever. Do you think? Um, do you think DraftKings? Uh, Dr has a uh, sounds there. Has, has a barstool book. sports Dominican Republic. <laughs> Kevin, we need to talk about something. So yes. Steve has opened my eyes to I I I know about barstool. I know about Dave Portnoy and all that shenanigans and stuff that he does. But was it? Would you say it's a boxing it's amateur boxing match? Amateur amateur is it's called it. it's called rough and rowdy. And this is, they just did one on Friday nights. That was the 17th one they've done. And it has been hosted in West Virginia the last couple times they've done it. And it is the most entertaining trash television you have ever watched in your life. Well, I've never seen that before. Just go to YouTube. Uh huh. And and just search Rough and Rowdy Boxing. And it is great. So you have like normal boxing. And then yeah. on par with like MMA stuff like that, and then you have like Golden Gloves, and then you have Tough Man competition. This is below Tough Man. This- no, they fought. So the pr- the promoter for this event is a Tough Man promoter. I would put them below Tough Man though. They no half the people in these fights were Tough Man competitors. And the uh, yeah, but everybody in a Tough Man competition is a Tough Man. This was only half, so I would put that below. Yeah, but it was probably 50-50 on oh Tough Man God. versus Barstool guys that won the fights. There was... It you was need a, to check it out. It was it a is, spectacle. I mean, I'm telling you, it's like a train wreck that you cannot stop watching. There's one guy that's got no teeth. Uh, they made him wear a mouthpiece. Well, because he has no teeth, it went too far back in his mouth and up. caused him to throw up. <laughs> so they had to call the fight because he threw up in the bucket. And... <laughs> There was there was so no many, teeth at all. So many epic mullets that we saw from. Oh yes, like we have like the the uh, the what what is Artemis cuts kind of the uh, Arkansas mud flap. 
Yeah. Like this is hardcore. Like go back to the days of like Billy Ray Cyrus. Like it's more super, well known as the Mississippi mud flat. Like super teased <laughs> up front. Yeah. Like super party in the back. Oh yeah. I mean, it was just a spectacle. The, the announcing was what was the best. Yeah. The commentaries is the greatest because like I'm used to, I mean, I, I broadcast a lot of stuff. I'm used to watching broadcast stuff. I've never heard uh-huh. broadcasters go off on a tangent, just full of expletives and, everything and like it'd be like the three of us sitting around calling a boxing match oh my god of a bunch of uh <laughs> for lack of a better term west virginia hillbillies is what they are <laughs> those are the people that are showing up to this event and in addition to the boxing they have a ring girl contest and so like the girls come up and and hold the cards up epic uh-huh. one of them was pregnant a couple of events ago like eight months pregnant no. they had oh yeah they had two little people uh, uh as card holders they had four boxers they had, they had four boxers that was four dwarf boxers yeah <laughs> it was in you the, got it you got to show that to oh, uh, to bear he would love that oh, my God. And, oh and, it's epic and so there was like five title fights at the end it was a 25 fight fight card yep and uh, the second to last or third to last was the uh bm fd or b yeah b, bmfd the bat what, what is it it's baddest Baddest motherfucking dwarf yep. title belt. <laughs> it was just like, so it was, it was me, Steve, our wives, and then a friend of ours and his wife. And it was just like, yeah, it was a train wreck is the only way to describe it. It's epic. I'm telling you, when we get off the, the show, go to YouTube and search for <laughs> Rough and Rowdy. But but who Rough you need rally, to look okay. for is for the one of the there's a couple of really good fighters. There's one that's called like the American Ninja. Mm-hmm. He has the he has the most epic mustache ever. Yosemite Sam Dude, mustache. This thing is I'm not kidding. Like, like he he impregnated all the women in the front row with that <laughs> with that mustache. It was glorious. So good. Oh, oh goodness. And then they then they got a Southie from Boston, which is a badass dude. Oh yeah. Um I wouldn't fight that guy. What what was his name? Uh Bobby Lang. Bobby, Bobby Lang. Lights Out Lang. Yes. And then but but the main he was fighting the main card. The, the, the main event. The main, the main event. title fight. His opponent was called Big Dick Booty Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yes. Oh, uh, so you just need to watch. Yeah, those. it's epic. I mean, Jesus, big. Okay, big. Um, so <laughs> back to the cigars. <laughs> well, no, actually, before that, something similar I've seen. Not, not what you kind of described, but um, have you guys ever seen um, what you uh, what is it? Street beats. Oh yeah, where the, they like get the people. Backyard. Yeah. Kimbo Slice used to do a bunch of those. Exactly. That's that's what I could kind of compare it to what you just described to me. So it's like that, but they don't know how to fight. <laughs> most of them. Most of the street beef, they don't know how to fight well, like, either. But I know like like uh, Jorge Masvidal. I mean, he started, uh, he, he did that. Because it's a big Miami thing. That, that was yeah. like a Miami thing. But this one was definitely, like there was people showing up after work with cold dust on their face. Wearing the straight up out of the mines, yeah. I mean, it was sold. (laughs) It was like it was the best worst thirty dollars anybody can spend. I saw one of those uh, one of those Kimbo slice fights where he hit the guy so hard he broke his eye socket and his eyeball was hanging out. Fuck that! 
Yeah, that was a that rough was pretty one. Pretty gnarly. That yeah. was gnarly. <laughs> that dude packed a punch. He was no good at MMA. Well, but by the time he got there, though, his knees were blown out. Like, really wasn't fair. Well, I I, lo- yeah. I loved how he always like shaved his chest hair into something. Kimbo did. Yeah, it was always like an arrow. This yes. design, oh, gosh. Gosh. design usually. Yeah, it was just oh, like, what's goodness. he going to come out to today? It was like the reversed Mister T. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was just so good. Oh. Yep. But yeah, so that was our Friday oh. night. It was uh it was, it was a lot of fun. It was a great bookend of the week. <laughs> and then we grilled way too much food. And yep. just uh I ate some of that for dinner tonight. I had some of that yesterday, like <laughs> brats and burgers and just like when we like we go big when we cook for just cook in general. Just two? Oh my god. <laughs> we cooked sixteen yeah. burgers, eight brats, like how many hot dogs? Eight hot dogs. I mean oh so much fucking food and there was so much left over. There's only four of us that ate. Like there we're just gonna be eating on that shit for the rest of the week. It's on <laughs> it's unreal. So. I did, yeah. I was at a I was at a soccer event at a cigar den yesterday, and literally a fire, like a whole fire truck, pulled up and kind of hung out with us. I don't even think they burned that much. Huh. Well, maybe a little bit more than sixteen, but not. Yeah, it was. Yeah. They had more more other things to it. Yeah, but yeah. That's a lot of burgers just for four of you guys. <laughs> Yeah. So the next one is August 29th. If you're in town, 29th, I thought it was the 19th, 19th, August 19th. Uh, we'll be doing it again and probably doing just as much food. So <laughs> <laughs> come on, come on down. Okay. Okay. Uh, give me a reason to go back again. <laughs> so what's been going on in your world? Yeah. So the last time we talked to you, you were like running on fumes because you know, you just running crazy and it had events and you had to travel and all that kind of shit. Have you slowed down any? Have you caught your breath? Oh no, it has not changed. Actually, <laughs> it's I'm still I'm still running on E right now. Um, so we know that we've been talking about that uh, that Martinez will be sponsoring one of the night at uh, Houston Cigar Week, mm-hmm. but. We didn't, or I didn't get any specific details until Friday night. So all I can say was Friday night, like probably an hour before we had to, we uh, we closed the shop. Dave, Dave just kind of like looked at me. He he leaned in a little bit. He's like, "You got to come in the next couple of days." I'm like, "What happened?" He's like, "Houston Cigar Week. We got about two thousand cigars to prep." Fuck. I'm like what? So, so take us through that. What, what's the prepping stage? Like at what point when he says there's cigars to prep, what is mm-hmm. done with those cigars so far? So I basically need to put the bands on, put them in cellophane and box them. <laughs> so the presentation wise, the hard part's done. Exactly. The hard <laughs> Whatever. Part, yeah, no, I'm not. <laughs> no. <laughs> Putting a cigar in cellophane is impossible. <laughs> well, Try to take a cigar out that's of the cellophane like, and put it back in. Good luck. How many times did you blow into the well, cellophane? I'll wait. When you, when you take it out, it's already crinkled, so it's harder. But when it's a fresh cellophane, it's much easier. I don't know. So you, you just have a straight tube. But imagine... Uh, 2,000 times. No, well, yes, 2,000 times. Um, and today, I thank God I finished the 45 series, but... 
there was when they print out the 45 series of cigar band, they messed up on the numbers. So the band was, is that's exactly what I was gonna say. <laughs> well, not the number in, like that, but the size, oh, the okay. size of the band. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, John. Uh, well, you guys saw. You usually see that when you take the bands off. There's always that little extra that's tucked in the back, right? Yeah. So, the cigar itself uh, is a. Uh, five by uh five by fifty eight uh fifty six of uh, robusto gordo. The band came out for a fifty two ring gauge. Ooh. So you're like just kind of really Ugh. squeezing that, you know, putting on a corset almost. It's like me after the holidays. So I, yeah, <laughs> or, all of us after Thanksgiving. Yeah. So I had to do that too. I had to do two hundred of those. But with that being said, yeah, it was a last minute. Kind of thing and unfortunately i have that uh, my other job that actually pays for my rent and bills and stuff <laughs> like that so i can't really dedicate a whole day at the shop so a lot of running back and forth still uh, don't don't you love when your job of, of a passion is a pain in the butt oh my god <laughs> <laughs> yep i think we've all we've all been there uh, oh yeah we had, we yeah. had, I, yeah. had, I had that, I had that today up at the shop. I know last week this, I had to use a lot of points from last week's show when we talked about, you know, forward facing customer service, blah, 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 stuff like that. It, today was one of those days you're like, all right, it's retail, but I still, I can't do the retail thing. It's like, I have to just not do what is yep. going on in my head or, or right now. Yep. It was just, <laughs> it was uh today was a chore <laughs> for a certain amount of time. Oh, wow. Yeah, that happens occasionally. Yeah. So. Yeah. But uh, it's good to hear you guys are busy, though. Yeah. Um, I can't wait <clears throat> for PCA. Couple of announcements. We're uh, we're coming out with two lines, and then there's also other side projects that's related. But that's the hint I'm gonna give you. Okay. Exactly. Cool. You, you guys will find out. Little tease. <laughs> yeah. Little, t- yeah. little tickle right there. Little tickle. I mean, PCA. <laughs> but other than that, PCA is right around the corner. It's six weeks away, yeah. seven weeks, something like that. Yeah. yeah. Something yeah. like that. Yeah. Month and a half. Yeah. Jul- July 8th to 12th. Yeah. Man, I bet we haven't booked plane tickets or anything for that. I got to get on that. Come probably. on. Come on, Brandon. I gotta get Brandon on that. Yeah, you do you think Brandon has booked hotel <laughs> no. or airfare or anything? No. Oh, absolutely not. Dave's the worst. He booked last <laughs> minute. So it it really like I'm biting my fingernail into to my knuckle. That's how far that's how like stressful I am when when I'm talking about traveling with did, uh, with with Dave, did we ever tell everybody how what Dave did to you when you were here in Little Rock on just the shit the first you, time? So, so like Little Rock, oh. Little, Little Rock is cl- like the airport is close to Little Rock shop. It's, oh, it's yeah. fairly close. <laughs> That's right. Conway <laughs> is nowhere near. It's uh, Little Rock. It's, oh, man, 30, 30, 40 miles. Minutes. The Airbnb yeah. that we rented for everybody is by. <laughs> It's kind of like in the middle. Minutes, it's like 15. it's closer to Little Rock Shop. We left Conway at three in the morning, two in the morning. You took them to the <laughs> hotel that they got in Conway. You went to Little Rock. Did you even sleep? You just took a shower, shit, and shave. Go go pick them back up, and you're heading back to the airport, right? 
I blinked for 30 minutes. Oh my God. Like that was, it's not even worth it. Whenever, whenever I asked Dave, I was like, where are you standing? He's like, Oh, just right down the road. I'm like, really? (laughs) Why? (laughs) I should have just like, I should have just like let you sleep in the shop. (laughs) Like you're just stay here for the night. Not even that. The funny part is, so when I first left to take them to the hotel room, right? Drove in there. It, it was about, what, 10, 15 minutes to get there? Yeah. And then as I was returning to the shop, literally down the block, I could see the Con- West End Conway, like, signed the billboards you guys had. Dave called me. He's like, hey, uh, Christian left his phone in the car. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> That's what, yeah. Then, so I took, I went back and then came back again. So that's why, uh, on top of that, we were get, trying to get McDonald's on our oh, first, uh, yeah, yeah, but we yeah. went back and that was like an hour wait. Holy shit. <laughs> For uh, McDonald's? Yeah. It was a long line. I'm not waiting yeah. an hour for McDonald's. I'm sorry. <laughs> what, what fast food place would you wait for? Open. For an hour? None. Ooh. No, there's got to be something. N- not fast food. No. In and outs? No. Um, no. There's not a single fast food place. There are less than What's five restaurants I will sit and wait an hour for. All right, let's let's hear the top five list. I mean, I don't even know off the top of my head. It would have to be like some super special, <laughs> like well, uh we'll see, put it this way. It's like midnight to one AM. Oh, it's the only thing open. I get it. In Conway, yeah. Arkansas, too. I would have went to the hotel and just grabbed like three bags of chips and a and a package of Oreos from the hotel. Yeah, but that's like eighty five dollars <laughs> out of the out of the fridge. So? <laughs> I have to wait an hour at McDonald's. Do you how much? You know how much those fucking mixed nuts cost? What? Say that again. <laughs> what? I was hoping we just blow how right much through that. What cost? <laughs> the mixed nuts. <laughs> They're it, oh, no, man. it like if you're staying at like a, a Marriott or a Hilton property, it's not as expensive as you think. It's more expensive than buying it like from the store, but it's it's not that much more than buying it from like a gas station. You know who the unsung hero is? Is Double Tree those free chocolate chip cookies? Oh my god! Yeah, those are good. My my mom used to work in a Double Tree. She worked there for about twenty six years. Nice. Uh, I grew up with those cookies. <laughs> like you just you shove them in the microwave for like ten seconds. It's almost like fresh baked. It's amazing. Oh. Yeah. So do you think like just the rando could just walk up and be like, Hey, I checked in last week or yesterday, but I didn't get my cookie. Y'all are out. Do you think like they'll like, do you have to give them like a room number or can you just like act like you belong there? Just like anything else in life. If you act like you, I mean, if you walked in the front door, they're going to see you. Yeah. But yeah. But like if you walk, walk in the front door, walk down the hall, stay there for a couple minutes. Like you went to your room, come back and be like, Hey, do you have any more of those chocolate chip cookies? Yeah. They'd probably give you one. Yeah. But there's, if you did it every day, no. There's, there's, <laughs> they're they're going to catch you eventually. Is there a double? Is there a double tree in Little Rock? Yeah, I'll try it. Good I'll luck. Try it. Oh. I'll try it. Out. <laughs> All right, Kevin, you got you, you to try it in New York, and we'll see who we'll see what well, uh, what area works best. New York might be a little harder than <laughs> Little Rock, Arkansas. The problem with New York is they leave it in the room already oh. for you. I know they. They're, well, they do smart. the same thing here. Do they they leave them on the bed, right? On the pillow. <laughs> I don't want my phone. No, no, no. That, that's <laughs> chocolate. If you leave a fucking crumbly cookie on my bed. No, I'm kidding. They put them in a package and they're sitting on like by the uh, 
uh, refrigerator. Is there Night anything stand. worse? The like, nightstand. Might yeah. as well just yeah. have like fucking granola in the bed. It's like, in a little package. Oh, okay. It's not like they just set the cookie on the pillow. <laughs> <laughs> fucking crumbs everywhere. <laughs> I realized later on in the year, uh, like in my life, um, they actually you could buy them like in a tin can that comes with like I want to say like eight or ten cookies from the hotel. Yeah. Nice. I didn't know that. What if you can buy them online? I wonder. I bet you you can buy them from their website. We'll look that up right now. So if you get enough status with certain hotels, what is oh, DoubleTree? Hilton. Every... DoubleTree yeah, Hilton, uh, yes. right? Yeah. Hilton. Hilton. So like, yeah. I had uh, diamond Honors, status right, with them. I had diamond status with Hilton, and so like, if you just walk up and say like, "I'm gonna get a water," they're usually like, they know who you are when you check in. They type your name in, and then all of a sudden it's like, boom, something changes, right? Because then they know yeah. you're a Diamond member. And then they're like, the oh, Mr. Garland, would you like a, a welcome pack? And it's got like two waters and a bag of cookies and all kinds of stuff, right? And then from then on, yeah. the rest of the time you stay at the hotel, anytime you come down, they recognize you. They're like, oh, hey, how's your stay? Can we get you anything? And I'll be like, oh, I'm just going to grab like a Coke out of the – uh, fridge and they're like oh it's on us just take it like no worries and then some of them you check in they give you a, a beer some of them will give you like an ice cream i mean it depends oh. on the hotel but anytime you get that status with those hotels they'll give you whatever you want so a except a free stay you, yeah, <laughs> yeah the only thing that matters so doubletreecookies.com you can buy a yeah. 10 pack or a 10 case but i don't know how many comes in here um, for fifteen fifty, is it ten yeah. like T I N or ten like T E N? Because that would tell you how many cents. No, T I N. It doesn't. <laughs> ten. <laughs> ten is a motherfucking ten. I give it a ten. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's a ten of six cookies for six cookies for sixteen dollars for fifteen fifty. Yep. Gosh. Yeah, they are proud yeah. of them things. But there you go. So <laughs> they're good though. They got good cookies. Have you had the new, uh, the new big thing? And I don't know if it's like a nationwide thing or if it's just a Saline County thing or if it's a chain, but uh crumble cookie. Have you seen that? Oh like, yeah. It's a nationwide is it nationwide. So, yeah. so we had, we had some because there's one not crumble? too far from our house. Yeah. Crumble, man, this, those things are just, it's like, yeah, they're a, delicious. It's like a cake. So if you ever want to like do something nice for somebody, you can send them like a half a dozen or a dozen crumble cookies. You pick the flavors and like they'll deliver them to their house. They're they're really good. Um, they don't they don't crumble. They're really good. No, they're great cookies. We have. I bet there's one there somewhere. Crumble here. Uh uh-uh. uh Never. I mean, I never heard of it. But we have. Um, I get. It might be a local chain. It might be a na- nationwide chain. I don't know. But it's called Insomnia Cookie. Yeah, it's oh, nationwide too. Yeah. 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 Oh my god. Well, I say so, nationwide. Yeah. It's in multiple states. <laughs> it's it's not in. <laughs> they don't have one here, it's but not, yeah, it's not in flyover states. We're in a flyover state. No, they've. I've <laughs> I've run into insomnia cookies in different places I've been. Yeah, but like big metropolitan places: Dallas, Casey, Nashville. No, like Huntsville probably has one. Huntsville's a Huntsville's a big city now. It's getting there. Yeah, I'm just saying, like that's a flyover state for most people. Alabama, like you'll see that in Birmingham. Is Alabama on the coast? Yeah, Gulf the Shores. Very bottom. Yeah, yeah. Gulf Shores. Yeah, it's like, like saying <laughs> it's like saying Georgia is a coastal state, eh, technically, <laughs> but no. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, about that. <laughs> How are these cigars? Uh, Mine's great. Um, it's it's got more of that um, mothball-y flavor than I really most of the time enjoy, but mm-hmm. I think it's the nostalgia yeah. of this cigar from when I first started in the cigar industry. Just brings back a ton of memories. So it's really good. What is flooding through your head? So when I first got in the cigar industry, I worked at a, a cigar bar. And uh, so it just takes me back to those days. I've heard those stories. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We're not going to go into that. Those stories are staying secret. <laughs> Explicit. huh? <laughs> so the best one is we had this. Um, it was like a. Uh, standalone humidor walk-in humidor you've probably seen them they're like wood and glass on the front it's like a big Mm -hmm. box and uh, it's got this giant glass door and we clean this thing like eight times a day i mean it was a spotless door and it never failed i'd be sitting behind the counter doing i could see the front door and i could see the humidor and these people would come in and just beeline for the humidor (laughs) and usually i could pick them out um and they would just like face first into that glass door and it had this giant gold handle. It's like a two foot long gold <laughs> handle. And they never saw it. They just boom face first into that thing. Just, yeah. Just I did it, I have, I'd have to go clean the door because there'd be a face print <laughs> on the door. Is that why you cleaned it eight times a day? Yeah, that's exactly why. <laughs> I thought you clean it eight times a day because you want that to happen. Well, maybe. <laughs> Have you have you ever walked into a, a glass door like that? Um, not that I know of. Have you? So I did one time because it was I went to a place and it had double sliding glass doors and it opened, so I went through it, but I actually went through the closed section. Oh gosh. <laughs> and I like I, oh I boing because it like it was odd. It was like they were staggered. <laughs> so I and it was like super clean. Kudos to Molly Maid or whoever took care of it. Um, but thankfully, like I wear hats all the time, so like my your hat hit first. My hat hit first, but like nothing will take you down a couple notches. Like running than, into a glass than door. Running into a glass door. <laughs> like you want to talk about getting your humility in check? That yeah. is one way uh, of doing that's it. it. Is, is, is doing that? Oh yeah. But like it, it was fine. I mean, I laughed it off. But I've seen it where like. Like when I was a kid, like I remember running into my parents, like we had a screen door and I ran through the screen door and the screen, screen door falls off and shit like that. I've done that. <laughs> Just went through it. Yeah. It's, it's, it's like that scene from, uh, what the, the office. He was like, I thought I heard the, uh, the ice cream man. And- <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> it was so clean. Yeah. Because it was the first time you oh, ever cleaned it. <laughs> How's your cigar, Kevin? Um, very, I guess, similar to your description, very um, moth, folly, like barnyard hay, a little uh, spice on the retro and sweetness in the aftertaste. It do, nothing really stands out, but it's not a bad smoke either. The only problem is I would not pay $15 MSRP for this. Yeah, that would be tough. You know, it's funny because... That's a... Yeah. yeah what size is it? Robusto? Yeah, it's a Robusto, five by fifty. Uh, like true, true Robusto. So my MSRP is twelve dollars. This is worth twelve bucks. What's mine? Like eight fifty? Uh eight dollars. Eight. Ah, that's pushing it, man. Um 
I feel yeah. like you're buying that. You, you, I like United stuff. United has their United Maduro is a great solid Maduro. The Atabay, love the Atabay. Um, this one is good, but it's funny because again, I'm getting a lot of the funky grandma's attic notes from it too. So like, not only is this a smaller <laughs> box, but also like it seems to be the similar flavor. The similar flavor is mothbally and and grandma's attic-y flavors off this of these. is a Aaron's box right this, now yeah, this, <laughs> this is a Aaron's I mean, box. this is this is hitting all my notes um i like small cigars this is a little too small for me um but it's a solid smoke because it's it was uh, in the pool aaron it's, <laughs> it's <laughs> it, 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 i do not think this cigar is a grower um <laughs> <laughs> the, um <laughs> oh, gosh. three three and a quarter uh, like if this was if this was a, like a true robusto size i would enjoy it more it's great flavor um but i, I don't like how the band is three quarters of the, of the cigar um but other than that that's like the only bitching points i have on it flavor wise construction is great as i just say that as it falls into my fucking lap um it was holding i was about to say it holds it's, on really it's well it's user error <laughs> But, can't blame uh, that on the cigar, uh, <laughs> but it's it's solid. It's a solid cigar. I eight dollars is pushing it, but uh, again, how much do you think Big Poppy is making off this? I mean, they they probably don't. He probably doesn't get paid for each cigar. They probably get sold X amount. So he sold his um, likeness for X amount. Possibly, it depends how they structure the deal. But I thought he had another cigar mm. with Cao at one point. No, do it's always know? just been the Big Poppy. Okay. Oh no! Oh, because that's what it was. So Big Poppy had his own. So, I that is his. Yeah, but I so I didn't. I thought it, I didn't realize from the very beginning he was hooked up with United. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but they've it, always made that one. It's a it's a good cigar. I would not buy it by itself, but I would buy it in this box. So, if you had it in a better size. Oh, in a better yeah. If this was like a robusto for, even if it was more like nine fifty for a robusto, I'd be fine with that. Yeah. Because you're you're mm. art, like a lot of times a lot of people smoke to the like the last three inches of a cigar, like some people just smoke to the band. At this point, you're smoking. That's all you get. Yeah, you're smoking. <laughs> I mean, this From is, the band. Yeah, you're smoking. Yeah. This is what it is. That's for the guys that like to get the uh, little poker out. And yeah, little the, roach clip, <laughs> little roach clips and stuff. <laughs> yeah, this this the is, guys I that mean, like the I'm last so- third of the cigar. Those are the, that's that's your cigar right there. <laughs> That's all you got. It's a third. Like, I mean, you would think with Big Poppy, he's known for hitting home runs. You'd, he would have a bigger cigar. This is he more does. Like a, this is more like a bunt. No, they cut, that one comes in a bunch of different sizes. Okay. I mean, it is a firecracker. Firecrackers are it's kind of a novelty for the past year and a half or so. Because like the MB was it MBK or whatever the Tetawahe firecrackers. Yes. That's not MBK. That's yes. that's Blackworks. Okay, yeah, but the one that came no. in the Tetawahe the the SNS that I haven't opened up. Oh, MBS. MBS. Those were firecrackers, yes. yeah. And then United did a bunch of other firecrackers. So it is that size. Yeah. Um, it's like a black cat or an M40 or whatever. But it's it's good. It's just it, yeah. you have to know what it is when you get into it. I I like the – the. It, I think two guys cigars started it specifically, not just – well, they they took over United. But um, my favorite one would be the the Tricky Traka. Mm, yeah. With the uh, – Dumbarton, they had that that uh, firecracker. That's a wow. That's a firecracker for sure. Yeah, yeah. United solid shit. I mean, that, the that was the very first cigar that we did when we did this thing uh, 
two years ago off like when we op- smoked something out of the box was the the classic United Maduro. Um, mm-hmm. it's, it's solid. So the first review show. Yeah. 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 Back when we called it the actual review show instead of doing it as a just yeah standalone actual, episode actually show yeah. scoring it. Yeah, yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> that was uh that was uh that was like production on the fly just like yeah we're gonna see how this goes it's everything's always evolving and definitely this aspect of it has evolved (laughs) well i think it has to right it's part of podcasts Mm -hmm. yeah so uh, i'll tell you this is a story off air but i'll tell you i'll tell you when we get off air but it's, it's funny involving podcast all right, that's great content. <laughs> yes, tease it so no one else could ever hear it. <laughs> I mean, it is what it is. Yeah, it's audio podcast, and you hold your hand up and go, it was this big. <laughs> so you, do you know what I did today? I was excited to watch the PGA Championship today. Dude, what I, a good finish. I mean, it's like... You've created a monster. I, I told you. So Patty was up here and we were watching. I was talking to him and everything. And I was like, you know what? A year ago, I would be making fun of every single yes, one of these would. guys. But right now, all I want to do is go out and play golf right now. So you appreciate how great those guys actually are once you've done it, right? I, I mean, I wouldn't say I appreciate it because I know they're athletes. I'm not, I've never been one to argue that fact. What they do is amazing. Yeah, but seeing actually how hard the game is. Yeah. Oh, no. I mean, but I knew it was hard before. But for me, it was how much enjoyment I got out of it. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. But like, like this weekend, like all I wanted to do was like, hey, when can we go play or whatever? And and our weekends just didn't didn't align. Well, in the rain. And like, oh, God, the fucking storm that came through yesterday. Yeah, that was bad. Uh, Like. I, I went and grabbed your grill and threw it underneath our thing. And Dude, it was I forgot fucking, I left that And it was house. fucking pouring. <laughs> I was like, God, I'm so, I'm so wet. Oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> but yeah, that's so today I was looking forward to the PGA Championship. And yeah. I was hoping like, oh, we're going to have a guy who's never won before win. And we didn't. Nope. So <laughs> Did you watch it, Kevin? No. It was, uh, <clears throat> sorry, sorry. Yeah, I was shaking my head. Wow. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we need uh, to have a uh like a pre-show meeting to remind you guys this is audio <laughs> so <laughs> go ahead kevin finish your story sorry oh it's so funny um they had it on cigar den um they had that uh, that on yesterday, and then the Yankees game, where it, it, I, that or it was a replay. Oh, it was a replay of a Yankees game, and just my angle towards the Yankees game was a little bit more, you know, comfortable than <laughs> the golfing TV. So no, I, I missed it. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, it uh, it was great. There was um, a couple of guys that had never won. Uh, Actually, I don't think either one of them have ever won a PGA. No, Zal Torres has won a, a tour event, but never a major. Not a major. And then the other guy's uh, Zeto. No, Nito. Nito. Yeah, he's uh, he's Ch- Chilean. Chilean, yeah. Um, so he's been on the European tour and and played a lot of the European amateur stuff, and so he's been around a long time. He's just not a well known guy in the U.S. and to the point like I don't re- I don't even really know who he is, um, and I know most of them. 
Um, but he's fairly new to the to the American scene. So, um, but the guy that ended up winning was Justin Thomas, who started the day uh, seven shots back and came back and won. Wow. Yeah, he was what minus four. And he the, was the, lead, the leader was minus. No, nine. he was he was yeah he was two under. The okay. leader was at nine under. Yeah, and they end up in a playoff at five under. With Zalatoris and and Thomas, I'm still learning the terminology because Chris came in. And we were talking. He's like, "Oh, what is that?" I was like, uh, "He's plus four, or he's positive four. He's like, "You mean he's over?" I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." I'm still I'm still learning. <laughs> so explain it to someone who have no golfing knowledge. How do you? How does the score system work? All right. So the course is set up with a par. Right. That's where the term par mm-hmm. for the course comes from. Right, so okay. most most PGA Tour courses are going to be par seventy two. Some of them would be par seventy one. Some of them would be seventy, but that's pretty rare. Um, so basically, if you shoot par, you're even. That's even par, right? If you go over par, which is like what I play, you're you add above whatever. So like if I if I go out and play and I'm five over par, and it's par seventy two. That means I've shot seventy seven. Okay. Okay. But if you're under par, that means that you've shot under the the set number. So, like, if I'm five under par on a 72, that means I shot... 67. There you go. So, you know, if it, it it's just par is the, like, where the standard is set. To, like, how many swings you could hit to get the ball in the hole, basically. Right. Yeah, so every hole that's wow. either a par three, a par four, or a par five. So the mm-hmm. the golf course and the governing body of that tournament, this one just happens to be the PGA Tour um, or PGA of America. So they set and say, okay, this is a par four. So if you make it in four, then you made a par on that hole. You're even par. Even. If you make one okay. less than par, that's a birdie, and you're one under par. If you go over and- par... That's a bogey or, you know, like Aaron, you get end up with like a quad. <laughs> that means you've gone over the number that they set for that hole. And then the overall course right. is, is a set par. Like I said, most of the time it's God. 72. See, that par five, I thought it was just like, that's how many chances you get to get it to the green. That'd be, that's, no. That's about what I'm doing. No. <laughs> that is incorrect. <laughs> we, had a, we had a bunch of people go to it. That was around here because it was just right down the road from yeah, us. Yeah, it was in Tulsa. It's like two and a half hours. No, Tulsa's way more than that. Tulsa's like four and a half. Is that much? I didn't yeah, think it was that much. it's two and a half to Fort Smith, and it's another two and a half past that. Oh, uh, okay. So, yeah, it's probably five. It may be five hours. I think it was that far. Still not that far. Let's see. That's a so, deep. your goal as a golfer, you want to be under. Yeah, you want to you want to take as many... You want to take as few strokes as you can to get the ball in the hole on every hole. That's what she said, times two. <laughs> and Tulsa is 420 away. So, yeah, almost five. So I was right. But, uh, yeah, we had a bunch of people go. It looked fun. Um, I did see an amazing shot that I kind of even clapped at up here. Uh, I don't know if you saw it, but uh, <laughs> Ricky Fowler shooting out of the bunker. Did you see that? Hitting out of the bunker. Yeah. Smatics. Hitting out of the bunker. Uh, Did you see that? No, I didn't. So he was about 30 to 40 yards away from the pin in the, in the sand, chipped it out of the, chipped it out of it. 
bounced once on the green, hit the hit the post or hit the pole, went Damn. in the hole. Wow. So he was 30 or 40 yards or 30 or 40 feet? Now he was probably 30 or 40 yards. Huh. That's chipped, a good shot, Chipped then. it in, bounced once. Anytime it goes in is a good shot. Yeah. Wait, wait. No. I say shot, and then you say hit. It's a shot, but while you're doing it, you're hitting. You see? You, you see? This is why it's getting confusing. <laughs> okay. I understand that one now. I'll give you that one. <laughs> Thank you. Leanne will be happy because she get again this week. She said that that was just for you, Leanne, that, uh, that Steve and, and, and Mark and them pick on me a lot, but it's so easy. It is. <clears throat> yeah. So we'll have to get you out and play golf sometime. I'm going to get Aaron out again soon. At least go to the driving range soon. No, I'm looking forward to it. The, again, this weekend is crazy because we have a double event this weekend between. Yeah, and I've got friends coming in from Atlanta. Between both shops because we're doing the Espinosa event with Eric with Espinosa. Eric Espinosa. Coming Friday to the Conway, and then he's here Saturday. At the Little Rock Little store. Rock. I've never worked an event on a Saturday. I don't think we've ever had an event on a Saturday. Yeah, have we, we have. It's just not uh, not often. Not since I've been here. Maybe our very first anniversary or something. But No, we've had one or two. I mean, I can't think of ones that I've worked on a Saturday, but looking forward to that. But yeah, again, another weekend of not playing golf. What? Oh my god! I, I thirty-five-year-old me would be so pissed with thirty-seven-year-old me. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, that's great! Like it's just like you can tell I'm. I'm pushing, I brought him to the dark side. I'm pushing forty when I'm like, my my Instagram like ad stories. It's just a dumpster fire of how I can adult get, diapers how, and how I can get my strokes down and everything. <laughs> it's it's unfucking real. Can't believe it. Oh, he's hooked on it. Uh, it because it is fun. And it's you know, and, and I have my feelers out to try to get a guest on that would be fucking amazing. Yeah. So we'll see. Hopefully that works out. God, I don't have it because did you see who he played with today? No. I think he's a little bit big time for us. He played with JJ Watt today. Yeah, so I I don't think that's gonna. Happen. Yeah, probably not. But the worst you can, the worst that can happen is say no, and uh, uh, we haven't got an answer yet. <laughs> yeah, so you're telling me there's a chance. <laughs> Bobby Fairways, read your fucking <laughs> messages. <laughs> <laughs> that's the uh, worst thing. That's the worst thing about Instagram is like you can tell when it's been read and whatnot. Like that's bad. Yeah. But. Well. I think that's that's a new thing that if you're if we're on the same devices, we could see like if I just text you directly, I could see if you read it. And I think at iPhones to iPhones, the same thing, right? Yeah, but 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 like on on Instagram, like the messages, the DMs and stuff, you can you can see mm-hmm. when it's been opened. Well, if, if you're not trying to slide in somebody's DMs, Aaron, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, well, I mean. Content. I'll, I'll create an ass out of uh-huh. myself. To... <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. We'll have to record it next time we go so you guys can see how truly bad Aaron is. I mean, what are you talking about? They saw me drill the putt the first time. That's all the recording that means. Yeah, that's a that's like the doctor pictures more. of we the models. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. We need, we need like live action, not oh, just you. I tell you what, Posting. don't let your children watch it. I'm just waiting for one of <laughs> y'all to like invite me to a scramble. Like, like Mike is always saying, asking you or Doug to go play. I haven't been asked yet. I mean, 
it's because you've played twice, Aaron. You got to get a little more but experience <laughs> under your belt before they start inviting you to go play at these things. Hey, but you're, they cost hundreds of dollars to go play in. You're, you're playing best ball. You never know. All you need is that one shot. So, I, I, if if they play rules worse ball, I got you covered. No, we don't want you on that. <laughs> <laughs> no worse ball. Yeah, play worse ball. Worse ball means we'd have to play your shot every time. Exactly. That means we don't want you on our team. That's what we need to do next time we play. Let's play worse ball. Do you know how long that's going to take? Do you know how much I don't give a shit about the people behind? They can play through. <sighs> it's going to take forever. You know what? We'll have plenty of cigars and, and hard Mountain Dew to drown our sorrows. What's the what's the benefit of playing worst ball? Like, that's not fun. You can be on my level. We'll go up there and be like, hey, what is the course record for longest game? Let's see if we can break it. <laughs> Oh, Lord. We're going to have to start at like 6 a.m. Hey, that's fine. I get up at 5, so let's do this. Fucking hit that shit when it's still like sun is peeking up over. I'm all about that. Or Aim for golf. the trees. Do they have night golf like with with like a, like a glow-in-the-dark balls? Yeah. Yeah, I've played a couple of tournaments like that. Usually around Halloween, we, we play in a night golf tournament around here. That would... like. It's interesting. You can't hit a driver, though, because the the... Glow in the dark golf balls. It's just a clear, like acrylic golf ball. So will it break? And it has a little glow stick in the middle. Mm. So they're super hard. Uh, um, and so there's two things that happen. If you hit any type of like driver, three wood, anything with like a, a hollow head to it, it'll collapse the face. Oh wait, those heads are hollow. Yeah, I know that. Yep, it'll collapse the face. Um, so you can only hit irons off the tee. Uh-huh. which gives you somewhat of a disadvantage, but so a lot like, of times or the, the second thing that can happen is the glow stick comes out or breaks, and then you just can't find the golf ball. What if you just get, like, glow-in-the-dark paint? Yeah, paint the I was thinking, like, why don't they just paint the ball, like, dip it into glow-in-the-dark paint? I'm just telling you how they do it. I don't. I don't. I had. Don't have those we, answers. Here, so people we, don't pay me for that. We yeah, but people <laughs> could pay us because what we're gonna do is whatever the whatever the glow stick gooey stuff is. Break that open, pour that over the balls. I'm sure there's a reason they don't do that. I think I think the reason is they just mix haven't it thought with, about it. No, mix it with the primer so it'll stick to the ball. Yeah, I'm sure there's a reason they don't do it, but I don't know what it is. Between the three of us, we are about to become millionaires. <laughs> Going to the dark coffee. I mean, oh goodness. So I was driving the other day, and I was thinking of something. And Kevin, you might you can give us a northern opinion. I don't know if this is okay. just a southern thing or if this might just be an American thing. Do you guys have truck nuts up there? Because truck nuts are a big thing down here <laughs> in the south. Look at that face. That means no. <laughs> so do you know what truck nuts are? I mean, I've seen pickup truck with like two boss hanging out. And yeah, that's, yeah what that's what it is. That's what it is. It's a chrome oh, okay. set of nuts. Well, they're not always chrome. But I've always seen I've always seen chrome, but hanging off the hitch. But like sometimes I saw, bronze. I saw <laughs> I saw like six pairs this past week in Little Rock alone. Man, that's a lot. So I don't know if that's a big. Evidently, it's a big Little Rock thing or Southern thing. But is that? Do you ever see that up there in New York? First of all, do you see a lot of like big trucks driving around in New York? Because you got to park that no. bitch somewhere. <laughs> Well, not even parking. Some of the street can't even go through it. Yeah. <laughs> like like the older street down by where I work at in financial district, 
literally when you when our guests pull up with their car, we tell them to put your two right wheels on the on the side on the sidewalk, or else the car behind you. Yeah, is that small? Wow, of a street. If if you have to use the sidewalk for a wheelchair, you're SOL. Yep. Uh, <laughs> but um, I want to say I probably. Probably seen like maybe two, if not three times, but not in the city, like in out in Queens, Long Island, or upstate. What or what, in Jersey? What borough would have the most amount of truck nuts? Oh, that will be that will be in Queens, between Queens and Long Island. They're you know, yeah, <laughs> more rednecks in that area. Or, we need no. Uh, it's just bigger road. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's get a. I would say if you're going like New York state wise, I could see it more in yeah. Buffalo. Oh yeah, yeah, like upstate, yeah, upstate. North of Bronx, it's literally a, a whole different species. Like, yeah, it's New York State, not New York City. Like they came in when if they say, "Oh, I'm." from new york city where rochester like you're not from the city first yeah. of all, shut up. Uh, so yeah anything like even 15 minutes outside of uh above bronx you're upstate new york you're like redneck county of north the northern rednecks basically what what borough needs to get over itself by saying by thinking it is part of new york city uh staten island <laughs> <laughs> And why, why is that? Uh, nobody claims it. Stein Island is just... Let's just put it this way. I'm 33 years old. I, I've been there once. And wow. that's only because I took the Stein Island ferry, ferry over. Just want to see the Statue of Liberty for once. And then I, I took it right back. I didn't even like <laughs> stay there. I didn't even spend time there. Yeah. Well, yeah. There you I go. had no reason to be there. <laughs> have, you, have you ever gone to uh, Ellis Island? No. So I've I've got a no. picture somewhere of <clears throat> I guess it would I guess it was my grandparents, but their name being added into the book of Ellis Island back in 1912. Wow. So. Oh, cool. So we've been here a, a hundred and ten years, I guess now. So That's pretty cool. The most. The most, um, I guess, touristy things I've ever done was going up to the Empire State Building back in like elementary school, like school trips. That's probably it. Oh, I bet new. I, bet I have s- not school trips in NYC has got to be so much better than school trips here. Like, oh no! <laughs> that was such a defeated. Oh no! Oh, no. <laughs> so, well, because I mean. I don't know about now these days, but when I was growing up, probably 20 years, 20 plus years ago, uh, we barely had any school trips. Uh, and the one we did, it was they they want to drive it towards more education. We went to like the Tenement Museum or went up to the Empire State Building with like, uh, but never, never anything like out of state. Or yeah, I'm sure like the fun. museum stuff, though, like that's that's pretty epic. Oh, like Smithsonian? Uh, that would be awesome to go to. Or the Natural History Museum. We went to... There's a small... <clears throat> they didn't want... 
I guess back in elementary school, our my the school I I went to, they didn't want to go too far. So they there's a it's pretty cool. In it's, I, I grew up in Queens, and there's a museum called like the science. It's like a science museum. So there's like a a lot of hands on, just like try to I try yeah. to get kids into like into get interested in science and stuff like that. So that was pretty fun, but it wasn't far. It was like probably 15 minutes. 20 minutes driving distance. Yeah, we have one of those here. It's more uh, kid-oriented. Well, have, really so cool ha, stuff. Have you, have you gone since they changed it up? To the Science Museum? Yeah. I didn't know they changed it. So they changed it. I guess about five years ago <laughs> they changed it. And they did it to to be more adult-oriented because now they do like an adult night. Where yeah, I know they do that. Kids yeah. aren't allowed and they have alcohol and stuff yeah. like that. and. But I don't think oh, they, wow. the museum itself is that much changed, has it? No, they did the full reno and like new new exhibits and and all that kind of stuff. It's not like kid centered anymore. Uh, it is still kid kid centered, but just they, updated. But they but they brought in more adult stuff. Okay. So, but like my version of like what I see in my head of like New York City schools is like Hey Arnold, like PS one hundred and five. <laughs> Like, what? like stoop kid. <laughs> like, you know what I'm talking about? Like yeah, you're shaking yeah, your head. Oh my like, gosh. You know, like, it's, like, it's pretty close to that. Actually. Okay. Yeah. Like that sounds like, <laughs> yeah. like, Hey Arnold is, is the greatest Nickelodeon TV uh, cartoon. Oh, get out of here. What? Hey, Hey what? Arnold, angry beavers, SpongeBob. SpongeBob is SpongeBob is fighting, uh, top of the list. Is fighting for second with Hey Arnold. No. Hey, hey Arnold is top. Hey Arnold is good, but it is not the best. Hey, football head. It's good, but it's not the best. Come you don't on. like Rugrats? Yeah, Rugrats is good. Ah, it's a little Rugrats too was a good one. You know, it you was know, for kids. It's a cartoon, Aaron. You you wanna you wanna make <laughs> well, not, well, <laughs> you wanna feel old you wanna feel old. Stu and whatever his name, his wife's name's pickles, they were our age. Uh-huh. When that cartoon, like that's who, like, uh, like they were like 31, 32 <laughs> in that cartoon. The parents, the parents. And now we're all like, you're 33. I'm 37. How old are you? You're 33, 30. Yeah. So, I mean, we were older why than, than look, the, the adults in Rugrats. Why did they look much so much more older than we do though? Yeah, they did. Yeah. Here's, that is, uh, that's odd. Here's, did, something, right? here's something that blew my mind today. Uh, Laura Dern, whenever she was in, she, she was in Jurassic Park, you know, she was mm-hmm. oh, the blonde, the teenage girl. No, the, the adult, yeah, the, the, the paleontologist oh, yeah, yeah. with gotcha. Sam Neill. Do yeah. you know how old she was in Jurassic Park? No, she was 23. Yeah. Like she was old. Exactly. Older. Why does, why do like people in that era, nineties or so see, I thought she was like in her almost forties. Like, well, so it, that's. That's a wow. generational thing because there's a there's an old saying that says hard hard times create hard men, hard men create easy times, easy times create soft men and soft men create hard times. What's I got to do with the Lord? So Dern? if you look back to like the 60s, a 22, 23 year old person looked like they were 50. Yeah. Because of the style of life they lived, right? They go through the industrial um, industries more often, um, they work in more hard labor stuff. Now everything's technology based. So like as the, as the work base gets easier and we figured out nutrition a little more like things like that, it, it creates, 
um, it, life is not as hard as it was then. So it's the same thing if you look, like I said, you look back to the 60s, those people look at people in the 90s and they're like, man, she looks so young. And then we look back now and it's like, oh, she looks so old. It was the same way. In the 90s, you look back at the 60s and you're like, man, my dad looked 75 when he was 30. So it's just the style of life that we live now. And I just don't think we have a concept of time in, in general. Well, when you get into... Hollywood, yeah, that's like because they they can create anybody to look like they're twenty years younger than they actually are. I mean, it's kind of like us. Like, I don't feel like I'm pushing forty. I I feel I like do. I'm I I feel like I don't I don't feel like I look like it. But like, I feel like I'm pushing fifty already. So. Yeah, <laughs> I've lived. I mean, I've been a construction worker for twenty two years. Yeah. I feel like I'm pushing fifty. I'm trying to retire next month. What are you talking about? <laughs> but like, so so one of the things that Mo brought back from Seattle because she they went shopping and all the all this kind of stuff. She brought back old, uh, like nineteen sixty two Playboys that were still in like oh, that's a, cool. Still in like in the plastic and everything. Like, yeah. So like magazine. Yeah, the magazine. So like no, we, like the Playmates. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're still in the plastic. Yeah, so, yeah, they're all plastic now. What are you talking about? So like it was weird. It was it was cool because like we opened it up and we're reading them. Like back in the sixties, like it was a really just a straight article based magazine, and it was cool seeing oh. them. Like they had a bunch of like cutouts for like cigars and pipe tobacco and shit like that. Like they had one. It was uh, it was a like a, a cigar starter kit. And I think it was for like $27. So I did it like the, whatever the money change or money rate or whatever. It was like 450 bucks now. And it was for a humidor, a pipe and like a lighter. Jeez. (laughs) I was like, holy shit. But it was like, again, looking at like all those old pictures. Yeah. And like all these people look older than they actually are. And it's just like time is just... Time is made up. So time are like birds. They aren't my, real. Wait, here's my <laughs> oh shit. Wait, birds are not real. Birds are not real. You ever seen a baby pigeon? Aren't those the little like brown ones? You don't know a pigeon? Or that's different. Yeah. I mean, I'm gonna take I'm gonna take the New York dude's view on a pigeon over anybody here. Well, for us is stay away from it because they will shit on you. Go sit in your statue. Uh, don't park. Don't park your cars uh, underneath a yeah. giant tree in Brooklyn. You know you, you will just come out with just covered. But here's my rebuttal question or statement. You saying like people in the '60s or the '90s they look teenager looks older, right? But kids in high school these days, oh. guys. Are taller, more muscular. They look like they went yeah. to jail twice. You know, like, and then, the, and then the girls, like, holy shit, they don't. You know, I I feel for Roman Pulaski. That's how careful. Bad <laughs> yeah, careful. careful, careful. I care about you. <laughs> like I said, I feel for Roman Pulaski. So it's um yeah, you're 100 right. Um, kids are hitting puberty at a much younger age now. A lot of that has to do with the uh, steroids that we put in the food. Um, it, it causes your body to go into a, a growth stage in a much earlier state. And you see that with athletes, right? Look how much bigger and faster these guys are nowadays than they used to be. Yeah. So, but you also have to attribute that, like I said, with nutrition, right? We figured out, okay, these foods are good. These are bad, right? Cigarettes are bad. So like there's things that we've done 
oh, that th- help th- with the <laughs> aging process, but what we the the shit that we put in ourselves causes the growth to start at an earlier age. That was one of the ads I read. It was talking about some cigarette, I forget, but it was like like f- three out of five doctors recommend such and such these cigarettes, cigarettes over the others. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Three out of five. Yeah. <laughs> but like, I can tell, you know, kind of what you're talking about from like high schoolers now to then, like I've seen old videos, Yeah, but like I can tell whenever I started getting older was like when I was broadcasting games at Bryant and we would have to call out the home, the homecoming queen, all that kind of stuff. So they bring, all the homecoming party onto the field and blah, blah, blah. And so I, I, like between because I graduated in Oh two, I started calling in Oh three. So like Oh four, Oh five, I was still like in that range of like the senior homecoming queen was like just two years younger than me. So instead of, I would be like, Oh yeah, she's attractive, whatever. But like at about like 2009, 10, 11, 12, something like that. I was like, Oh wow. Her mom is really, is really attractive. <laughs> like, I, like there's a distinct line of like, oh, that's you're, great. you're not looking at homecoming court anymore. You're looking at the, the at, at the parents because I'm like, I'm more in line with that. And especially yeah. now, like just on last year's, one of the homecoming courts, like the sophomore was the daughter of somebody I graduated with. Yeah. So it's like, Jesus. Yeah. Aaron's in the booth going, her wow. mom's hot. Where's her dad? I bet I kick his ass. <laughs> Oh no, I can't I can't take him. She's out. <laughs> yeah, that that was my thing. Like, oh yeah, you're 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 adding age to your life now. Yeah. You know you wanna know what's funny? For me it was a different uh for you, you know, try to uh I guess uh compare yourself with the parents now than the kids. For me is when I either take the bus or walking on the street and all of a sudden, like something click in my in my head, and me just bitching to myself with uh, bitching to myself, saying how lousy those kids are. Yeah. That's when I that <laughs> I was like, shit, I'm old. Oh, I think yeah. I am not. <laughs> yeah, no, at that age, <laughs> just just Saturday, we're you know we're sitting outside, and somebody comes blasting music by the house, and we're both like, God, turn it off. Yeah, whose radio is that? <laughs> Yeah, Aaron's sitting out front. Get off my lawn! <laughs> you see this gate right here? <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh, it's not getting any better, guys. Yeah, Aaron's turning into uh, Clint Eastwood from Grand Torino, sitting oh, on his front deck no. with a shotgun. No, I'm... That, he <laughs> was, my day. He was, he was a bona fide racist. You I feel nowhere, lucky, punk. I am nowhere near that. <laughs> I didn't mean that aspect of it. <laughs> I've never Gosh. seen Grand. I've never seen Grand Torino. Oh, so. that's a great movie. That's a great. Movie. You need to watch it. I'll really put, good. I'll put it on the list. <laughs> no, I'm telling you, it's really good. I met I met him one time, taller than you'd think. Clint Eastwood. Yeah, oh, that's cool. And he has a restaurant in uh, Monterey, California, called uh, Hog's Breath Inn. So you went it, and he was there. Huh. Yeah, oh, that's neat. Yep. It was. The, oh God, this was back in like '93, I think. Yeah, but that's, that, I mean, that dude's like uber famous. Like, oh, that's yeah. That's not a, that's not a B-list celebrity. Like, that dude is famous. No, I mean, this, and this was when he was definitely <laughs> more popular than the now. Yeah. He's probably declined mm. since then. Yeah. But, 
I mean, he was... He's starting to look really old. He's like, like 90. Well, he's fucking 94. What, he, yeah. he was old and dirty hairy, and that was in yeah. the <laughs> 70s. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, he just goodness. had extra wrinkles. He's not that old. I mean, yeah. um, I mean, you the, the, the mule, the late, one of the latest movies, like his love interest oh, was yeah. like, no, f- that's, like 40. Like, come the fuck on. Like, that's that's not real. Well, you never know. That's Hollywood right there. That's Hollywood. Do you know who's also really tall in real life? Um, I walked by this celebrity a couple times randomly. Um, uh, Willem Dafoe. Willem Dafoe. Oh, huh. yeah. Yeah. He, he seems tall. He's a string bean. He's I like am, 100 pounds. I am up to his like bottom part of his shoulder. How tall are you? 5'10". Yeah, so he's got to be what? 6'4"? Defoe, yeah, he's probably six three. Yeah, six three four. Yeah, he, probably. Yeah, wow. Th- there was a one of the podcasts I listened to. Um, uh, they were talking about they watched bad movies and they ascertain if they were any good or not. And the last one they watched had Kevin Hart in it, and I didn't. I knew Kevin Hart was smaller, but he's like five he's tiny. Oh yeah, he's real small. He is. I didn't realize he was that sh- that short. Like Prince, like everybody knows, Prince short is short. <laughs> Prince is yeah. barely taller than Mo. Yeah, like that is hard to believe. Yeah, but Prince is a pimp. Well, Prince was. He's still a pimp. I don't think he's pimping anymore. He's still a pimp. <laughs> he he could be pimping up there. Who knows? <laughs> you never know. Never know. <laughs> Prince didn't actually yes. die. He's with Tupac and Biggie and Elvis. <laughs> <laughs> I would say All if right. if Elvis didn't die, Elvis has got to be dead by now. Yeah, probably. Now Tupac and Biggie, that's yeah, that wasn't that long ago. Maybe they were like a relationship and they wanted to get away because it wasn't allowed. No, to they're actually. I mean, I, that was a joke. I don't <laughs> believe that. I mean, years back, well, a couple of years back, not uh, they. There was a period of time if you search like uh, Tupac. You will see his uh, or people that look very similar to him, like kind of a picture resurgence on like all the social medias. Oh, yeah. Like he's like in Morocco, in, in London. It, it was crazy. So but going back to the topic, you're saying uh, you mentioned bad movies, right? Have you guys or have you guys ever seen a movie that's so bad that it became good? Oh, uh, yeah. Hmm. And what would it be? Like what? Um, so, like, not... I love Pauly Shore movies. Mm. And every single one of them <laughs> is just absolute garbage. Specifically, Biodome is horrible. I know every word to Biodome. I know the song to Biodome. I know who sings the opening song to Biodome. Okay. Biodome... Okay. Free mahi mahi. Free, I, it's just <laughs> I know it all. <laughs> Purple sticky punch. Oh, like, I, oh you Pauly, should you should insert a clip of that song here. Yeah, <laughs> Polly okay. Shore is any of his movies except for Encino Man. Like that one was actually really I good. I like Encino Man, but like in the Army now, Biodome, shit like that. So for you guys watched a, a, a goofy movie, right? Oh, oh yeah, Leaning Tower of Cheese. <laughs> was that based off of Pauly Shore? That it was Pauly Shore. He voiced. Yeah, him. he was the one that voiced that guy. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Again, that I know every single line to a Goofy movie. 
That's a good movie. Oh, I love that. That's a good movie. So for me, uh, you guys ever heard of the movie called The Room? Oh my God, yes. The Room. What I've, that I've seen that. What movie. is that one? So that they have. So that was shot in San Francisco and uh-huh. uh, near <laughs> near where Mo used to live in the Bay. They used to do every weekend was a showing of the room. So the uh, what's the movie with uh, where they re um, James Franco? Yeah. It's oh called yeah, the yeah, yeah. Artist. That's right. The, I got gotcha. you. Yeah. Yeah. But that original movie, The Room, it's so bad that it became a cult classic. Yeah. Uh, and yes, I re- I know I could quote that movie days in and day out. <clears throat> gotcha. I did not hit her. I did not hit. Oh, hi, Mark. <laughs> I did not. <laughs> I did not. Which was crazy. Like, I, 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 I've never seen The Room. I've just seen The Disaster Artist. But then, like, going back and watching scenes, because at the end of the movie, they, they do, like, the side-by-side. I had no idea that, right. they, that they actually did a CGI of the, uh, of like the, the upper terrace or whatever when he did the when he threw the water bottle. Oh. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like, why do you need a green screen that? <laughs> so they have very similar over here. There was a like an IFC movie theater, and Tommy Wiseau is the guy's name. He. Uh, he came to one of their like their openings, right? The pre, uh, the uh, the viewings, and holy shit! Uh, I have a video uh, of some some kid literally after the movie uh, or before the movie. He would kind of made a little speech and stuff like that. The kid literally ran up on stage and like, "Can you knight me?" And he did this whole act. <laughs> it was the craziest shit ever. After that, someone threw a football down onto the stage. They were just playing catch for like five minutes while everybody just started clapping. So he like he yeah. nobody knows He's a who, who he was before, where he came from. Like such a weird accent. He just has money, but like yeah, he he's just, like yeah. he's just like loaded, like absolutely just filthy rich from for something. Don't know what nobody it is. knows how he made his money. Nobody knows. Huh. No, like it's unreal. Yeah, even in the movie, the disaster artist, like, he's just a rich guy. Yeah. <laughs> no back, no history, no background. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's so nuts. Yeah, I don't know. I can't come up with one off the top of my head. I mean, I love uh, Sling Blade. You ever watch that one? It's, um, it's, uh, no. oh, what's his name? He's married to Angelina Jolie for a little while. Billy Bob Thornton. Billy Bob Thornton, yep. It's Billy Bob Thornton, and you do you remember the Dwight uh, Dwight Yoakam? Dwight Yoakam, yep. And then do you remember the kid that was in um, uh, what was it? Friday Night Lights. Was it that, or was the I See Dead People kid? No, no, no. Friday Night Lights. He did Tokyo <laughs> Drift. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Now he's on an NCIS yeah. show. Yeah. So he's the oh. little kid in that movie, and he, I mean he's like a little kid in that movie. Um, but I love that movie. You haven't seen that one. So that was you have to go see that. That was shot where we live. Yeah, it was shot in Saline County. Yep. Oh wow, it's a great movie. Billy Bob Thornton plays a mentally handicapped guy that uh, murdered his mom, um, and then he gets out of like the mental hospital, and this whole situation goes on. You just need to watch it. It's phenomenal. French but fried. a lot of people hate that movie. French fried titers. <laughs> You're not doing it deep enough. Mm-hmm. Mm. You got any of them French fried titers? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, can't, I can't do it that low. <laughs> it's a cult movie. So, 
The only <laughs> the only Billy Bob Thornton movie I could think of is Monster Balls. Well, I know why you know that one. <laughs> <laughs> the same reason I know that one. It's a great movie. I don't even remember what the movie was about, honestly. I don't either. <laughs> All right, Steve, you had a question for us. So not so much a million dollars butt question, but you had a, a yes. you had a meme question. An either or. Me. Yeah, yep. an either or question. So so I've already seen it. I've thought about it. All Kevin, right. you have not seen it. Would oh. you rather fight an orangutan with a sword once a year? Or fight a chicken every time you get in your car. Oh, I'll take the chicken because I don't have a car. <laughs> Ooh, there you go. Uh, okay, okay, maybe not your, maybe maybe not your car, but a vehicle, bus, Uber, shit like that. That counts. Uh, we'll say a car. Yeah. Subway? No, we're not going to count like public transit. We'll say a car every time you get in a car, truck, any actual personal vehicle. Damn, Uber Uber counts now, right? Uber counts. Uh, so I had to fight a chicken every time I get in the car or a orangutan once a year. Do you have to fight the chicken in the car? I would assume the chicken's in the car, yeah. That's why you're fighting it. So does the uh, orangutan have the sword or do I have the sword? You, oh, my God. You would have the sword. <laughs> both, or both have a sword. You both have a sword. No, I would, say, uh, I would say just you have the sword. I mean, listen. the The chances of a chicken killing you are almost zero. But if but but a chicken can fuck you up. No, you've never had to fight a chicken. All right, those so talons. Let me ask, those talons. Shit. Regular chicken or like, like fighting like a fighting cock. Yeah, let's make it like yeah, like a fighting rooster. Oh, I'll, I'll go with the orangutan. Those, those roosters are. Fucking fierce, man. See, I don't think you guys... I think you're underestimating the strength of an orangutan. I think you're underestimating how many times you get in a fucking vehicle. Yeah, but still, it'd be easier... Guaranteed two times every day, at least. Yep. No matter where you go, that's yep. two times. But once you're expecting it, it'd be much easier to kill a chicken. <laughs> <laughs> than but it would... An orangutan, orangutan is, can literally... Isn't an orangutan like, like lazy... Yeah. So you could just... until they want to fight. Nah. You have a sword though. <laughs> can it I choose, matter? Can I choose the type of sword? I don't know. I think that matters. What g- kind g- of sword? G- give me a Sky I mean, Mall magazine. I'll show you what sword I want. <laughs> 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 I feel like a broadsword would be longer, but like you would have to use both. It'd be harder. Like, it'd be to harder. Swing it. So you got to go like katana. Yeah. You can yeah. need some of the blade. No. You, you can't. You, you don't, I'll, I'll you don't do. I'll close. use scimitar. Uh, oh, that's a good one. That's a good uh, one. See, so here's the thing though. There's there's a golfer. His name's Boo Weekly, and I worked at a course in college with a a guy that was his uh, buddy in college or in high school, and then they played on the amateur tours together. Um, and so at the state fair in Florida, they had and they've done this in multiple states, but you could box an orangutan. Right. And so oh you God. have to put gloves on. And the orangutan doesn't. So, like, you get oh. in the ring, and if you can go one full round. There's no way. That, are you serious? If you can go one full round with an orangutan, you win $500. And this is in, All like, right, the really? 70s. Right. 
Here's here's an ignorant question before you can move on. How big is a orangutan? I, I Way bigger than know. you think. Uh, yeah, huh. let's go, I'm going back. Look to it up while I'm telling the story. So, anyways, <laughs> okay. So, Boo is like six five, probably two hundred and seventy pounds, right? Big fella. Um, uh oh, what do we got here? He's showing us uh, what is that whiskey? So it's a white rum that's sixty. Oh, so will it sixty three percent? Called Way and Nephew Overproof Rum. Nice. Yeah, you need a little of that when you fight the orangutan. Anyway, so Boo's a big guy. So he he gets signed up for this thing, and he's going to go fight this orangutan, right? And so the guy I know, like, goes walking by, and he sees Boo, like, putting the gloves on. And he's like, what are you going to do in the ring with an orangutan? And he's like, I'm going to knock that little bitch out, you know? Like, he, he thinks he's going to get in there and box this thing. He gets in the ring. And the orangutan's just kind of sitting there, and his hands are just down to his side. And the other thing you got to remember is their arms are super long. Long. Yeah. yeah. So he's just sitting there, and his hands are just sitting on the mat, right? And Boo's kind of dancing around, like, you know, making a little bit of a spectacle of it. Then he rears back and goes to throw a punch. And before he can hit the monkey, the thing reaches up and clocks him and knocks him out cold with one shot. And he does not wake up until they get to the hospital out cold for at least 20 minutes oh my god from one punch so there's two yeah, types I, of I orangutan okay give it to us so the boreen orangutan is 3.9 to 4.6 feet the sumatra orangutan is 4.5 to 6 feet so somewhere between 4 feet and 6 feet tall and how much do they weigh um, I mean, they gotta be a couple hundred pounds <laughs> Probably, let's see. Doesn't really give me weight. I mean, you're fighting a grown man. Uh, let's see. Adult males weigh 165, females 82. So you're fighting a full grown orangutan. That's a person. You're fighting a person. But yeah. like, if I was, and it's stronger than a human. But I, I'm I, hmm. just for s- mere convenience. I don't want to fight a fucking chicken every time I get in a vehicle. But it see the <laughs> thing I think you're missing on the chicken is it doesn't say that you can't have a weapon. Well, it's no. saying if you fight the orangutan, you get a sword. If you fight the chicken, there's no specifics on the weapon. I'm taking the chicken because mm. I don't think you're surviving getting attacked by an orangutan. I don't think you have a chance without a gun. I'm telling you, this thing can rip your face off, and they've got these giant fangs in their mouth. If they get a hold of you, you're done. Well, and the, they have the, you would have to kill it before it touched you. I was still going to ring and tell uh, yeah. No chance. I, I get in two... I mean... No chance. Yeah. Then, I, you know what? That would be an awesome headline. Like... Killed by an orangutan while wielding sword. <laughs> man tried to fight an orangutan with a sword and lost. Or or orangutan. <laughs> That's a Florida man. If I ever heard one. Or orangutan steals sword, impales yeah. ginger. I'm telling you, I don't think you'd have a chance with with an orangutan. He might look at me, and be like, "Are we related?" Yeah. <laughs> All right. I just had a stupid thought. Um, kind of related, but not really. So. You know how you say orangutan is, is strong and whatever, right? But they never worked out a day in their life. Now, 
What do you think their peak is oh, if yeah. they actually work out like we do? Oh, there's no telling. Not we, but like, like humans. Yeah. yeah. There's no telling. Because yeah. you look at even like uh, chimpanzees who are much smaller than, than a human person, they say are mm-hmm. way stronger than you would expect. I'm telling you, like, see if you can Google and see how much an orangutan can lift. Because, I mean, these things are massive. They can lift at about 500 pounds. So they can pick up 500 pounds. They weigh 165 pounds at the most, 200 pounds probably, and they can pick up 500 pounds. But that says 500 pounds effortlessly. Effortlessly. Three to four times of their body weight. There's you have no chance against an orangutan. Can uh, okay, huh? Maybe maybe the the chicken when is, is it's sounding so a little better now, isn't it? <laughs> it does. Now you get a little bit more fact about orangutan. Yeah, I mean for a chicken, just hold its neck like kind of. Well, listen, you're yeah. gonna get scratched up, right? But eventually, you're gonna snap its <clears> neck, <throat> and then the fight's over. Yeah, but like you said, and they have a very easy neck to snap. But they still move after you snap your neck. Yeah, but I mean, once you've snapped their neck, they don't know what they're doing. Like, can you snap your neck and just fling it out the window? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it wouldn't be hard. So, so I googled. I googled. Can a human fight, or can a human beat an orangutan in a beat an orangutan? I didn't finish. So I just did that. Yep. The first answer is yes. If yes, if the human can choose the venue, I recommend Chinese checkers or poker. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'd still put my money on the orangutan. <laughs> oh man! I seriously don't think you have a chance with an orangutan. Mm. And you'd have to do this every single year. Yeah, or fight it. How many? How many times would you have to what fight you- a chicken today alone? A bunch, but again, uh, a chicken is much easier to kill. Yeah, but here's the thing: you fight the, you make it through the first time with the with with the orangutan. You then have a year to prepare. For that, I don't think you're making it through the first one. I think so. There's no chance. Yeah, I look up how many people a year die from orangutans, and then look up how many people a year die from chickens. I would say a lot because you got salmonella. That doesn't count. (laughs) We're not talking about eating the chicken. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Uh, telling you, there's you have no chance of fighting an orangutan. No chance. Even with the sword, because you're going to chop off one arm, then he's going to grab you with the other one. They could use their legs. Yeah, the orangutan, they got their feet are like hands. They got four arms. Yeah. They got four arms. Okay. You got no chance against the orangutan. What if, all right, I'm, you know what? I'll take the chicken just because I'll have an unlimited supply of chicken meat. Well, in, in your case, you could take public transit almost exclusively if you had to. Right, you take cars actually, for convenience. Where we live, it's impossible. You have to drive a that's car. True. That is true. So I'm with you. If I lived in New York City, I would take the oh, chicken yeah. all day. I'm still taking the chicken down here. <laughs> Can you? Are you surprised that there's no uh, factual number for how many people have been killed by an orangutan? No, that doesn't surprise me. It's probably hard to measure. Have you ever Same seen that? Have you ever seen that video? where they have an orangutan on the news and it like grabs that lady and almost rips her face completely off. Oh yeah. 
So that what? that thing's not even trying. It just reached up and grabbed her and just and almost rips the skin completely off her face. So this is from uh, Euronews, world's deadliest, deadliest animals, why chickens are more dangerous than sharks. A total of around 107,000 per year die from chickens, but I'm going to assume... That's adding salmonella. Adding salmonella. Yeah. Not many. There might be like... Oh my God. People, also search, for, death. people also search for peck-to-death chickens. <laughs> uh, woman, 76, pecked to death by a rooster in Australia. Oh my god! So it Was does she sleeping? <laughs> Can a chicken peck you to death? Well, yeah, it could, but if it's it pretty unlikely. Pecking? Yeah, <sighs> yeah. I'm going. I'm, I'm Speaking sick. of salmonella, you you saw that uh, the news about Jif? Yeah, uh, yeah, I saw peanut that butter? peanut butter. Guess yeah, what, guess what my favorite peanut butter is, and guess how many jars I've already ate with those numbers in that SKU code. <laughs> Uh-oh. Yeah. Uh, so here's oh, no. here's the cool thing. Um, Costco will call you and say, hey, you bought peanut butter that is tainted and could be salmonella. Come back, we'll get you a full refund. So oh, I've, got nice. to, I've got to go tomorrow to get a refund for the lifetime supply of Jif crunchy peanut butter that I bought. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what I was telling Mo. I was like, I've already ate half this jar. I'm still here. I should be fine. Yeah, it's then, not worth the risk. But then she got that voicemail. She's like, you're not eating that fucking peanut butter. No. <laughs> so, yeah, it's not worth it. <laughs> I'm like, damn it. So now, like, peanut butter and jelly sandwich is what I eat for lunch. Mm-hmm. So tomorrow, I'm now going to have to go ham sandwich. Ham sandwich. So. I'm curious. How did that even happen? Were, some, were there chicken in the peanut butter factory? No, you get salmonella from a lot of different things. It's uh, a... <laughs> It's uh, it's easily transmitted. Yeah. It comes in different forms. I mean, you can get salmonella on lettuce. They had that big breakout at Chipotle oh, yeah. a few years ago, and uh, yeah, yeah. So, I still haven't, I still haven't eaten Chipotle since. Well, I have. That wasn't salmonella. That was a. Uh, like a, that was a coli. Oh, that was a coli. That's right. So salmonella yeah. is very similar to E. coli. It can form on a lot of different things. You know what I'm ready for? I'm ready for a month to go by where we don't have a world-ending thing because COVID is not over, but we're going through <laughs> it. Um, you've got uh, other things. And now there's monkeypox. Have you heard about that? What? Yeah. What's that? It's like it's it's hardcore rashes. I don't know if there's been any deaths, but uh, it's like it's yeah. It's like come on, man, like. Whoever is controlling all this shit, like, would fucking, you rather have orangutan pox or chicken pox? Like, fucking stop! <laughs> like, I want to go on my fucking honeymoon, people. <laughs> oh yeah, are you still aiming for Ireland? Yeah, if it's there at this rate, it might fall into the fucking sea and just sink. <laughs> yeah, you picked a bad time. <laughs> or, or like Ireland's gonna get rid of Guinness. Well, we knew we knew Mo had bad decision making when she married you, but we thought there might be some hope for you. But who knows? Oh God! <sighs> All right, you want to talk about these cigars one last time? I'm not lining up the other one because somehow, because you know me, I made a three and a half inch cigar last for an hour and a half. <laughs> That's yeah. I'm surprised with that one. Uh, mine was solid. It was good. Uh, Seven ninety nine. Uh, MSRP. Yeah. But uh, it was good. Mine was great. I really enjoyed it. Um, 
it got a little harsh at the end, but um, all the way up until that last like inch and a half, it was phenomenal. Um, a little more of that uh, kind of mustiness than I like in a lot of cigars. Yeah. But again, that one has so much nostalgia for me, and going back to my early days in the cigar industry, that was that was one that we smoked a lot. So, do you remember the old ones have being that that mothbally and musty? Um, not quite that much. Um, I don't know if it's just the tobacco or the age. The age—that's what I was going to say. The age that they put on the tobacco or what? But um, I do not remember it being quite that much. But it wasn't like. It wasn't to the point where I would say I didn't like the cigar because I really liked it. it. Just more than I would prefer. Like if I was blending a cigar, I, I wouldn't have that much in that it. Much but it's worth the $12 MSRP all day long. Okay. And Kevin, um, with your uh, Cthulhu uh, Padron, what is what is uh, <laughs> Cthulhu Padron. Yeah. <laughs> There's no T in there. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Um, it's, it's, I smoke it like, like a Yargar, not that I have a Yarg, but (laughs) I'm not, I I wasn't paying, really paying attention to it. The (laughs) the flavor was just very standard. It's like a cigar based, like, like what Mark say, it tastes like the taste of tobacco, (laughs) but a bit more on the musty, musky, the funk side, uh, still not worth the $15 MSRP. Yeah. Yeah. It's rare to see those Mex- all Mexican I don't tobacco think, in a cigar. I, that's that's really say, odd. Say, I don't think I've... I can't name another one that's a, a, Me- a Mexican Puro. Yeah, there are some no. out there. Like, what? do you know any off the top of your head? Um, no, not off the top of my head. I would assume... Um, wasn't that uh, didn't SLR do a San Andreas that was Mexican Puro? Um, the SLR, uh, the you talking about like the Titan and the, the? I thought they did one that was Mexican Puro, but I don't remember. It's rare; you don't see it often. No. Uh, so just a quick Google Google search. The first one that comes up is actually the 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 uh, the one that we're doing, I believe. The nineteen uh, ten. Oh. Yeah. And then uh, another one is a Santa Clara Puros, um, Ortiz family, but no like names that are like just like that I would that we would know, like uh, Cigar International cigars. Yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah, like uh, I guess. Uh, yeah, the only one that's showing. Well, but I, I, I don't think that Mexican tobacco is known necessarily for its. Uh, combustion. Well, Filler. Yeah, yeah. It looks like Aurora has one, but uh, there's not a lot. Yeah, there's not many. Oh, uh, the CEO uh, Zocalo is that? Was that a Puro? I don't remember. That was a good one. I actually like that one a lot. But yeah, so it'd be I'll be interested to try that one. I'll smoke that one when cool. I'm editing. Oh yeah. So, so. I guess this is a wraps it up here. As you can tell, Mark wasn't here. Um, he's been having little health issues, but hopefully he'll be back shortly. 
Mark, get to feeling better. Yes, please. We need you. <laughs> yes. You're missed. Yes, You're yes. missed. Yes, we do. I know it's it's been a couple weeks. We need a moderator. Yeah. <laughs> a, lot more, a lot more penis and butthole talk when he's not here. <laughs> Last time we did, the three of us did this, it was all about your butthole, wasn't it? And poo- shitting in the woods. Oh, it wasn't about my butthole. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yes, Mark, get to feeling better. I know we talk to you every day, but... The people who listen to this shit show don't. Yeah, they're going to miss you. They're probably wondering where you are. He is not kicked off. He's just... He'll be back. He'll be back. That's the main thing. So, until then, if you're around Little Rock, we're going to have Eric Espinoza in Conway when this drops on Friday, and then he's going to be here in the... 28th and 29th. The Little Rock location on that Saturday. So, if you're around... Come smoke some amazing cigars. I know one of them made my top 10 list of last year, the Murcielago Lancero specifically. That is an amazing cigar. If you like spicy cigars and ones with some pepper and full body, that is a line for you. The 601, the Lombombas. F-bomb. The F-bomb, all that stuff. We've also got the new Knuckle Sandwich um, in both the Habano and Maduro that he blended with. Uh, Guy Fieri. Oh Guy yeah, Fieri. yeah. That's that's gonna have that. So, hey, hey everybody, <laughs> going to Flavor Town. Hey everybody. <laughs> the guy who says he's never had a Mexican pizza before, oh, please. I'm sorry, that Just Mexican pizza is sure not good. Eat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For any, I'm gonna say, just make sure you eat for any Espinosa cigar because they are. Um, they're mainly heavy hitters. Like mm-hmm. I think La Bamba kind of got me sick once. Um, but <laughs> they do they do have some yeah. lighter stuff now they have like the uh, they have their version crema. of the la, la crema which is good but it is definitely if you like a three-quarter to full these cigars are going to be be definitely in your uh in your alleyway so hope to see everybody then because you'll see me up here on a saturday working which is not often. and eric will be here who's really cool really personable um so come by and meet him he's great yeah you get that too but you get me working on saturday that's my thing yeah, I think I'd rather stick with Eric. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna come Ooh. to, I'm gonna go to Conway on Friday just to not work and mess with you. I don't do much at the events. <laughs> Honestly, I usually clock out about an hour into it. I'm like, all right, bye, guys. I'm, I'm, I'm just home. sitting there talking to people and not doing anything. <laughs> That's because the guys that are there all the time, they're they're great. They do their job really well, so I don't. It doesn't require me to do a whole lot. Yep. So yeah, like when I was there, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was not working when you were there. <laughs> exactly. Well, what about what about up in uh, your area? Is there any events that you know it's like around your area that? So, actually, um, so find tobacco. Uh, me, at, us at Find Tobacco NYC, we're trying to do something more unique or different, just different overall. Because a lot of these um, events are just essentially just a gathering of people there isn't like really a goal other than smoke that sponsors cigars so on the 20th uh, Saturday, 28th is a saturday no 29th yeah 28th. 20, 29th 29th so on the saturday we will start we will officially have our first edition Tw- of let me, let me, wait, wait let me get this right the 28th is a saturday oh i had the days wrong okay okay so Sorry. the saturday 28th uh, we're going to try out our first edition of uh, Salon, and not the barbershop salon, but the old school where a gathering of 
I guess, just a gathering of people just kind of having like more of an educational conversation, debates. Uh, we're going to have a three-string quartet doing a set of Vivaldi's. Nice. Uh, it's going to be at uh, Billy and Gus's old stumping ground, the uh, Cigar Inn from Casa de Monte Cristo in Midtown. Sweet. And yeah. So that's going to be interesting. If it, if that picks up, we might turn more towards the sophisticated, bring some of the sophistication back into the cigar culture. Awesome. That sounds like a great time. Yep. Well, cool. That'll be one to, one, one to check out. And if anyone, oh, wait, it'll be too late by the time they hear this. Because I'm going down to Houston for Houston Cigar Week on Wednesday. <laughs> yep, be too late. <laughs> so if you were in Houston two days ago, you could have met me. <laughs> where, where, where is it at? Stogies or? Uh, I'm not sure exactly where, but Dave told me that our our event is going to be in a steakhouse. Oh, okay. Nice. We're gonna have two, somewhere around two thousand cigars in a steakhouse. So nice. wow. Awesome. Get you a chopstick. Oh, God. Man, chopsticks chop are solid. No. Chopstick, uh, it's uh, <laughs> no. Salisbury steak. Stick stick with the ribeye or the filet. or. I'm going to Texas, so I'm getting whatever it's Texas-sized Yeah, get the cowboy ribeye. Dude, give me the, the, the bone-in ribeye. The, the Fred Flintstone. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The, the dinosaur. The yeah. dino bone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what you need right there. Yep. All right. Well, we will talk to everybody next week. See ya. Take care. Later.